Hi everyone, Chris here, and I'm in the comfy chair today talking about how the hero's journey can parallel with the learner's journey and how they both can fit into the three-act structure. So to sort of facilitate this really quick discussion, I'm going to check the time because um, I tend to go long when I do this kind of a screen capture. I've opened Scrivener up. Scrivener is the tool I love to write in. I know a lot of people who do larger type writing projects love Scrivener. Other people have looked at it and have run away screaming because Scrivener is one of the, those things that you either love it or you hate it. I hated it for years. And once I started using it, I now love it, love it, love it. So this is a template that I have for the hero's journey. And over on the left-hand side of the screen, we have um, our list of folders. Now, I have two books here. One is The Hero's Journey, set with um, writing goals that are appropriate for a children's book, and then The Hero's Journey that's more geared toward um, an adult novel. So if we click on... This one, this is the novel length, 60,000 words, was just sort of what I grabbed there. And then for this one here, I have 12,000 words as the writing goal. So as you write in this, you'll get that goal. But we're not always writing novels or books. We're writing learning. So how can we use the hero's journey to make our learner the hero and really have them engaged in their learning adventure? So we talked yesterday about how... Um, a good quality learning experience can follow with the three-act structure where you introduce all of the characters involved in Act 1. You have your hero um, use what they've discovered in Act 2 to make things happen. And then in Act 3, they emerge victorious, having mastered whatever skill or knowledge they're mastering, and then they go home hopefully change for the better. So the hero's journey breaks this down even further. So here, let's open up Act 1 and see what we can find there. Okay, so four chapters. The first four parts of the hero's journey. First is, the first part of the hero's journey is the ordinary world. This is where our hero is just our hero. And they have a limited awareness that there's even a problem like so many of our learners, when they end up coming to one of our learner, uh, one of our programs. The second part of the hero's journey is the call to adventure. This is where um, our learner is called to learn something, called or sent to um, a course. Chapter 3, the refusal of the call. Hmm. Have we ever seen this in learners? Yes, I think that we have. This, this hero's journey, journey seems to be following the learner's journey almost parallel, exactly the same at this point. And then we have the fourth part of the hero's journey, which is meeting the mentor. <laughs> I can't believe how much this parallels a good learning experience. So then we move into Act 2, and our fifth part of the hero's journey. And this is when they commit to the change. 
The next phase is when there are tests, they encounter challenges, um, and they meet up with allies and start to gain tools and resources to be able to solve whatever problem they're faced, whatever challenge they're faced. Um, the seventh part of the hero's journey is when there is preparation for a really big change. This is when um, Luke Skywalker goes into the cave and he sees Darth Vader and he realizes that he's eventually going to have to face Darth Vader and he starts to get the tools and the skills necessary to do this. And this is when we're helping our hero equip them with the skills they need to conquer whatever challenge is before them. Um, the eighth part of the hero's journey is the ordeal, the attempting to do their big challenge. And this is not always successful in the story. There's, there's often a, a, a feedback loop where we had get some more information. But with some feedback, the um, ninth part of the hero's journey is our learner, our hero, is finally equipped with the skills necessary, the tools necessary, to conquer whatever challenge they have. And then we move into Act 3, and the tenth part of the hero's journey is um, typically the rededication to the change. So this is the, the learner, the hero, has the tools they need to overcome the challenge, so they are now recommitted They've received their feedback, they know what to do, and they're going back to do it. The 11th part of the hero's journey is when they finally master what it is they're learning. And in the hero's journey, this is when they finally conquer whatever challenge they have. And then the final step of the hero's journey, the 12th part of the hero's journey, is that um, return home. Um, so they will return having mastered the problem or the challenge. And so you could certainly see how this hero's journey parallels the learner's journey very closely. And we can look closer into all of these different components for ways that we can leverage this journey for our learners and how we can sort of build in the questions that we would ask when we're putting together a learner's journey to cover all of these elements to, so that the learner is more engaged. And so this is just a simple template and I know that a lot of instructional designers also like to work on other fun creative projects. So just because this is so much fun, I'm going to throw up a link to this Scrivener Temp well, it's not a template, it's just a Scrivener file, and um, I'll stick it on Dropbox, and you guys can have it if you'd like it. So there'll be a link in the description with the video, or if you're listening to the podcast, the um, Scrivener file that I was talking about that you didn't get to see, because the podcast is audio, will have a link in the show notes for that. So let's um, start. I think we can sort of move through some of the questions we can ask in these first four steps of the hero's journey tomorrow. And 
show how we can plan to encaps to uh, to incorporate these pieces in our instruction and in our planning and design. All right, and I will chat with you then.